up, uh, Fungible? What's up, Alex? Happy New Year. How's your New Year going, brother? Uh, dude, it's great. I mean, how about yourself? Same old, same old. New Year, same, same year. No, New Year, same shit. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even, I totally forgot it was a new year. I, you know, within tw the first 20 fucking minutes, um, I, I was already pissed off into 2020. So it's just more of the same. Absolute more of the same. I have no resolutions I'm chasing after. I'm looking to do just exactly what I did in 2022. Um, with the, there's a couple things that are pumping right now. I, full transparency. I have not checked whether I have any bonk. I heard it's like you're given bonk for trading purpose. I don't know. I don't know how you accumulate bonk, but I'm, I don't have my uh, phantom wallet with me right now. So, um, Are you familiar with this bonk token fungible? I mean, I, I, I am familiar with it, but I don't have a lot of details about it. I mean, Salon is not an area that I cover a lot of. That's fine. I know you were talking about the Uniswap shit the other day. It looked like we had the person that was in charge of that exact, um, yeah, the, uh, uh, let me retweet that one. The, uh, I guess it was the, what was it, what were you talking about? You were talking about like a, a swap between ETH and ETH and just collecting the, the fees on it. That's what you're after. Right. So you can, so on Uniswap, you can, you know, you can create any pairs you want. You can create any pool you want. So, like, what I think Machi was saying was there's no ETH or WEF pool that you can farm a token from, right? Because there's obviously WEF and ETH pools because that's what you're pull, pulling from when you swap your ETH, swap your WEF to ETH or vice versa when you use Uniswap. So, my strategy is I'm not like I don't really want to have to do all that research and stay like see like what Machi was saying that's the way you do it like there's certain protocols you know as long as they're not scams you have to farm them early so when you do sell you get something right because if you hold them too long they're virtually worthless right so I don't want to have to do that part right because that part you know, Machi's got a lot of connections, so he doesn't really need. I don't. I think he doesn't really need to do as much research as someone like I would have to do because he's he's got good people around them, DeFi wise. So like that's a plus. But someone like me, I just want to put a shit ton of ETH in one place and forget it and let it build. And I don't like three percent yields. Like staking yields, they're too small. They're too low for me. I, I like I like high numbers. So with a liquidity pool, it's not necessarily waiting X amount of years or months and getting a small percentage. If people are using that pool, you're getting a percentage of the transactions. Like So if you go to Uniswap, you could pick any two pairs you want. But what you have to have is you like, let's say you want to do, you know, you want to add to uh, ETH and WEATH liquidity pool. 5 ETH and 5 ETH. So you have to have the exact match of the pair, right? So whether it's USD, let's assume it's ETH and, U it's ETH and USDC. You would have, have 5 ETH and the equivalent value in USDC to be able to uh, finance that pool. Uh, and 
you could create pools, right? People create pools. They uh, op, uh, open sea. Uh, Uniswap gives you uh, four choices on what you want your transaction fees to be. It can be, you know, zero point. It could be point zero five. It could be point three. It could be point one. And typically, when you do that, you know, you kind of want to have a lower um, transaction fee because you're competing against existing liquidity pools. Okay, so I, the one thing that scares me of setting up these type of things is that impermanent loss. Um, I'm not familiar enough to speak about it, but that's what scared me. Like the higher the APY, it seems, the, the more likely I'm going to face a permanent loss. Do you, can you go into detail on what impermanent loss is? So basically, impermanent loss is like, in, in Machi's game, Impermanent loss is a concern, and I'll tell you why. Because um, the price of ETH could decrease the, the the value of your ETH could decrease compared to the earnings you get from your yield, right? So people who are, I guess I would say, day traders more in, in crypto who are concerned who are trading ETH back and forth, right? And the token just, you know, uh, or the price of ETH uh, decreases to a, to a point where the value of that ETH is less than the uh, farming token is worth. That's impermanent loss. But what I'm saying is if you don't care about the price of ETH because your strategy, you're going long. You want to accumulate. Because you don't care if ETH goes to twelve hundred from twelve hundred to a thousand. You don't care because you're going long. You just want to accumulate an LP like this, where I'm getting, you know, if someone swaps wheat for ETH, I'm getting a percentage of that ETH, that wheat, and vice versa. If somebody swaps some ETH for wheat, I'm getting a percentage of that ETH, depending upon the percentage, the transaction fee percentage I set when I created the liquidity pool on Uniswap. All right, so you think that's the best liquidity pool to participate on Uniswap is ETH to ETH? Well, in my case, I yeah, I want more ETH. ETH's my thing. You know, um, it really depends on, I think, your investment strategy, right? It, you know, you could do stables. You know, you could do... USDC, uh, I mean, I can't, there's so many of them, I can't even think of them. But you can always check, you can look. And even if a liquidity pool doesn't exist, you could create one. That makes sense. Hmm. Seems like there's no risk with the ETH to ETH. Hey, just, just, just to clarify, there is no ETH to ETH liquidity pool. Who the fuck is that? No, what I'm saying is you create. Oh, wait, hang one. on, Fungible. Who, who the right? fuck was that? It was me, uh, Alex. I, I'm, I'm just fact checking here. Uh, don't worry. Uh, you can fact check from listener. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, we got a fact che checker and listener now. So apparently, there's no eat the weed. Liquidity pool, Fungible. Uh, Machi said that there isn't. So you create one. That's what I'm talking about, creating liquidity pools. That's what I'm saying. You can create an ETH to ETH liquidity pool? 
Yeah, why not? People swapping for it. People swap from eat to wheat all the time. <laughs> yeah, how is this? How is this LP not set up already? Seems. I, no, I told Lumber to join so he could clear that up real quick. But uh, I don't know. No, so Machi, when you said it, I went to pool.fyi to check it out, which is basically, mm -hmm. you know that website? No, no, I don't. But okay, so pool.fyi was the website that I couldn't think of the name yesterday, and I said, let me look on pool.fyi, and it didn't have one, right? So then that made me think, well, is this website only looking for um, liquidity pools where there's a token, right, where there's a token you farm? So that's what that website was looking But let me ask you, but you can create a pool, right? I could go on Uniswap right now, and I could pick the two pairs. I could say, I want Ethan Wheat, and I could set the transaction fee. And if people use that pool, I get the percentage of the, of the swaps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to answer it because I don't know. I, I thought it was like, a again, a, a function. I didn't know that there was, there might be this pool. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like a very common pool. Like, I don't understand why it, would be, why it wouldn't be in existence already. All right. So, all right. So, all right. So, okay. Can I, can I explain why? Maybe. Eat Wait, how do you get back up here? Uh, <laughs> Back by, I, I think it's it's a it's a function, right? It's Whoa, function what the fuck is going on here? A wrapper. Everyone's grabbing on the steering wheel, trying to steer this ship straight into a fucking iceberg. <laughs> so, okay, so wait, wait, so let me ask then. All right, so if swapping to wheat is a function and it's not like a like a like a like a real token, can't you do something like ETH to USDC? Yeah, for sure. You can definitely do E to USDC. The reason why you can't do E to wheat is because E to wheat is a is a smart contract. Basically, you you uh, there's two functions. There's the deposit and the withdraw, and it's a one to one uh, conversion. There's there's no gas fee or there's no uh, uh, liquidity fee involved. Okay, so thank you for teaching me that. Okay, so so then the alternative E to E to USDC. Like, why wouldn't someone want to do that? There are plenty of swaps. For ETH to USDC? Yeah, yeah, liquidity exists everywhere for ETH to USDC. Okay, so that was my point. So thank you for for preventing me from putting wheat to somewhere fucking didn't belong. But that's my point, though. Those transaction fees. And let me tell you, I was um, one inch, the debts, I was one of their biggest referrers. When I was referring whales... The referral, the, the the percentage of the transaction fees I were get I was getting was ridiculous. Whales swapping ten million dollars in one swap. So if you have a liquidity pool that brings in people that swap that kind of money, it's you know it's that's fucking bag and a half. I I think to your question, Alex, for the most solid uh, strategy. If you didn't want to have a permanent loss, uh, you could do a USDC to die uh, pool. You trust die? Yeah, I trust die. That that's curve. Just go and curve. There's tons of these kind of like stablecoin pools you can make money, like, and you earn some curve tokens that you can farm and dump. Yeah. 
Gotta farm and dump it on them. <laughs> or you can farm and vote. You could you could lock them in and vote, and then also earn some of those fees. Yeah, more fees. What is, what type of APY are we looking at with a with a USDC and die? I feel like it's fucking abysmal. It's probably no, not that good. It depends on the volume. Go go. Uh, you just gotta go curve dot Go check it out. Curve dot Go look for some APYs. All right, I'll um I'll look at that after this space. Not very interested in that. You know, if, if I'm gonna take the safe route, I might as well just do the the validator and node rather than this bullshit ass uh, swapping avenue providing liquidity for absolutely no reason. Um, I'm more interested in this shit coin. Apparently, no one knows about it um, on Solana. You know, it's the SOS of Solana. It only took them like a year after SOS dropped to come out with it. No one, no one knows about it though. No one on the speaker panel. So we'll continue to just talk about DeFi. It looks like um, the bonk. You're talking about your bonk. Yeah, I mean everyone's yeah. everyone's been trying to pump it to fucking as hard as it get. Got to be at the top. This has got to be top signal. My whole fucking timeline's bullish on it. I just as soon as I see this shit, I'm ready to dump it on them. Um, Too bad there's nowhere to, to short it, huh, Alex? You can short it. I'd short the shit out of it right now. Way too many fucking cool. bullshit. Your favorite founder has been flipping and flopping all over the timeline about this. You know, he was bullish or bearish on it, and then he started apologizing. Said, oh my God, your lover again. Stop, stop talking about Frank. Oh God, even Bonk's got. You just want to bonk him, right? You want to bonk him real good. Yeah. All right. We got it. Let's let's stay away from bonking Frank, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> who did that tout? Um, yo, you're talking about things that are pumping. ApeCoin is pumping. ApeCoin is pumping. ApeCoin? Why is it pumping? Because <laughs> the community is pumping. Like we're, we're like all fired up, ready to go to work. Got new council members. Uh, I voted against his AIP, but it looks like it might pass. And if it does pass, we'll have some stewards. And, and like, uh, we were just on a call with potential stewards. So I like that they haven't they haven't actually officially got the position, but some of these stewards popped up to, like, you know, get some work done a day or two days before their official role, if this AIP passes. Okay. Uh, you, you think the new council member was bullish? Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's almost going to crack $4. That's really strange to see. I thought it was going to dump because the staking mechanics went live, and I thought that was pretty much top. Yeah, and like just coins are pumping out right now, right? So that means people are not farming and dumping; <laughs> they're farming and uh, compounding. That's okay. what they're doing it. Why would you wait? So you're, you're. Why would I compound? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, agreed. I'm greedy as fuck. I don't know if you want. Call. I'm not greedy. And you know what? Let me hide that. No, I'm not greedy. I want I want more participation in the DAO. I want more voting power. I, I, I really like participating in the DAO, and I want to vote. I want more voting power, more votes. So I compound it instead of dump it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then hopefully, like, it keeps going up like it is right now, and I'll be dancing. <laughs> fungible. Yeah. Did you, I'm doing the, I'm doing the you, fungible. Did you drink your iced tea or something? You're fired up. You're fired up. It's fucking midnight. You should be in bed right now. Here you are talking about fucking. Hey, you're a fucking nerd. You don't. I am a nerd. I was supposed to be on pontification at eleven o'clock sharp, but I happened to have that 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 uh, steward slash council meeting with the apes at eleven o'clock. So that's what we were doing for like the last hour before I hopped on these spaces here about the rap ETH ETH pool. Yeah. Mm. Right. And then you know talk about Frank and bonking him. You know. 
Oh, no, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at ApeCoin. Yeah, it's been pumped. So you have a lot staked up, I imagine. I think you probably bought enough Ape token to match your your enough to stake everything. Yes. Yes. So right. so you're just you could just keep on dumping it, right? Yeah. Yep. I can farm and dump. But you're choosing not interesting. What what what's your exit strategy? Um. For now, it's going to be farming, farming compound until, until no. For what I hope to see in this next year with the new council members is that ApeCoin DAO becomes more decentralized, which it's not very decentralized right now. It comes up with a better AIP process, so things are processed much faster, and um, and and we find they call them sinks or basically places for ApeCoin to be used, right? Uh, or even uh, for for us to fund initiatives or projects that bring value back to to the ape coin. Um, for instance, if they were to sponsor uh, these pontification capitulation spaces of Bark and Alex, uh, you guys would, you know, help bring awareness to ApeCoin DAO and then bring more value to us and then, you know, increase the value of the token. Which I don't know, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but that's what I like to see happen. So this is, so an ETH node for one year gives you about three ETH, right? What? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick, the audience can pick a liquidity pool pair and I'll put two ETH in there and let's see if I can get more ETH than a val, uh, uh, an ETH node can get in 12 months. What? I said that an ETH node mm -hmm. will only yield you about three ETH a year. Because it's so 32, only about... 32 ETH will yield you three ETH is what you're saying. Yeah, the annual yield is only roughly 7.5%. Okay. So that's, well, let's say, without really using a calculator, that's about three ETH. So what I'm saying is with the strategy I want to use, I don't want to use a strategy that's beholden to a percentage, right? I want something where the volume of transactions is going to determine how much I make, right? Like that's something I think it's, yeah, there's no guarantee that the amount I put in the pool will ultimately yield greater percentage than the ETH node, but I'm willing to take that risk because the right, you pick the right pool and there's enough swaps in there and you're getting, you know, let's say 0.03%, depending on what percentage of the pie you have within that liquidity pool, it can be serious, man. It, it could be fucking serious because pe I'm telling you, people do swaps. They the people doing $10 million swaps. You know, they're so, not, yeah. you know that. I mean, come on, you probably have done them. Well, fungible, like what we're talking about, um, you'd have to put more time into studying that stuff. I actually, I don't think it's super hard. The, the Uniswap V3 allows to con allows you to concentrate your, your liquidity. Meaning like if you think some, some coin that you're putting your pool into, um, you know, like let's say, let's say it's USDC ETH, right? And right now it's trading around 1200 for the ETH to USDC. You can do your thing where you go, okay, I want to concentrate all my liquidity into 1250 and 1150 like within that $100 range and that would increase let's say if you're only putting 10 ETH in worth of, of this liquidity 
it would in, it could increase up to like 20 30 so it actually acts like you have a lot of money in there and you make a lot more money but there are negatives to this so if this thing runs up to like 1400 1500 or drops down to like 900 800 something happens that's negative but if you can kind of like guess where you want to you know squeeze your liquidity into because right now when you put it in like a, a v2 version of the uniswap liquidity pool uh you're, you're you're the whole range from zero all the way up to infinity so so yeah you're always in there but it's it's very low you own a very small part of that that pool so you can make it more advanced there's a lot of advanced functions on v3 of uniswap that you should check out just because you're you keep talking about doing being an lp then you know learn how to be one of those advanced lps that other people i hear you know those advanced players are playing it's like they concentrate the liquidity so they can multiply the amount that they're actually playing with um and there's other ones where when you're talking about staking the the eth as a eth2 node validator um once you stake it if you do it with lead, like use a service like uh, Lido's or frax frax i would recommend frax uh finances uh eth2 service because I, i'm pretty sure you can farm frax with it you also get some convex tokens anyways you earn a lot more with them and i think they take a smaller cut too and aside from that is once you've already like staked in and got your frax eth proof token that's that says that you basically do have your eth stake the eth2 validator that proof token uh is probably uh you know you could use it as collateral so then you would compound that by taking that collateral and and, and stick it into wherever they'll le- loan you uh more more eth or more usdc so you can buy even more ETH and stick it in. So you can leverage up. Of course, you could get liquidated, but you know there, there's a just don't leverage too hard and have some wiggle room, and you probably won't get liquidated. And you can compound your ETH that way. Um, again, check Frax Finance if, for if you guys are looking to do uh, ETH uh, ETH validating, like sticking in a node, because I think you get the best rate from them. They take the least amount of cut and they also add rewards on top of the other program. And you could farm and dump that, and then you'd get dump more on APY. Them. Yeah, dump it on them. Yeah, I'm all about dumping it on them. Um, yeah, I think Lido and Rocket Pool would be the two if I wanted the, the safe route. But I would actually just... I'm telling you, Frax is better. Frax? Frax is better no than those fucking... Yeah, In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Frax? Uh, I'll look it up right now. Okay. Don't trust verify. Remember, remember that that terminology, everybody. Like that's Web three ethos. Don't trust verify. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at them now. I got Frax pulled up. They got 1.28 billion uh, total value lock. 1.27 billion is in Ethereum. And they got like 10 shit coins that have a little bit of liquidity too. Um, they have 200 million staking at the moment. So I'm gonna pull up their website. I highly doubt they're higher than four percent um, for their APY. If it's if it's if it'll ever load. Huh. I think I need my wallet in order to look at this. It's, I, I, it's, yeah, it's not very intuitive on where the fuck. There it is, staking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it's at. Um, I'll, I'll research. It's hard to do it live. Check it out. Then, then you can compare it. Rocket Pool, uh, Lido, and Frax. I know the the Cream team thought about once the Shanghai hits, and then you could withdraw uh, the Cream ETH two. 
that they were going to do something with Frax to to um, you know manage the ETH. ETH is yeah. fucked. Whenever the Shanghai finishes, it's um, all that. All- um, it, maybe more people will stake, Alex. Actually, okay, so right now, you can check the number, double check, but I just give a rough number, right? Of all the ETH outstanding, what's like 120 million total ETH? I think I think um, 12 million total ETH is staked right now, right? But the thing is, the people reason people don't want to stake right now is because it's not, it's not liquid, right? You can't just take it back out of any way. you got to use the, the streaming liquidity of like a Lido token or... Uh, a uh, rocket pool token or a frax or a, a cream ETH2 token in order to get your ETH back out, right? Um, because it gets locked, some people are hesitant to continue to take their ETH and stick it in there and wait around for like a, you know, supposedly it's March, right? But, you know, ETH has been known to delay. Maybe it takes more audits or something happens, right? They need more testing and it takes even longer. Then your ETH is locked up for even longer. Although it is earning interest at the time, or if you don't want to call it interest, it's it's staking and validating and earning more ETH, um, people don't want their, their money locked up, right? So when it is open, like you said, once it opens after that Shanghai, um, people might feel comfortable because now you can jump in and out of the, the validator, right? So it might go up higher than 12 million being locked up in there. And I'm talking like an ETH maxi. I'm talking someone with a big fucking ETH bag. So yes, I am saying that, oh, I, I'm guessing it'll be more than 12 million will be locked up once it's open. It might be 24 million. So another twelve minute ETH gets locked up in there. This fucking shit's gonna go to the fucking moon. Oh man, I, I'm no financial advice. I'm just talking some shit. Whatever. Uh, Solana is pumping harder than Ethereum, so I wouldn't. <laughs> Thanks to Vitalik. Please thank Vitalik for your your. Uh, what did fucking Vitalik do? He pumped your fucking coin, man. Your coin was dead. That's not my. I'm, that's not my coin. I'm not from Solana. Sol was on its way to seven dollars if Vitalik didn't tweet that. Yeah, it'll be it'd be trading at like five by now if Vitalik. What's that eleven, man? That's a miracle. He he performed a fucking Christmas miracle, and yeah, that's eleven. Congrats! It's fucking down from two hundred fifty-six dollars, so it's not bad. <laughs> well, eleven is better than seven. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. Well, why can't he tweet about Ethereum and pump it? Well, Ethereum is decentralized. It's not. Uh, affected by one person, you know, you know what right. I'm saying? Um, no, I think that just Ethereum probably, I don't know, it's probably, I would probably swap over Solana for the time being. Hell no. I don't give people financial advice. I actually swap over, lose all their money. They don't blame you. Man. I mean, it's $11. It can't go any fucking lower. Goes to $1 and then fucking Ethereum goes back to 4000 What are you going to do then, man? You tell people to I'm going to say, around. I never said it to do that. I said, can't hold me accountable. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to help people, Machi. I've, I've been telling people to buy Solana since it was like two hundred dollars, and I'm gonna get there. <laughs> oh my god, you've been helping people to hell. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you want to go visit hell? <laughs> buy Solana. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think. Yeah. Anyway, we got facts up here. I want to pass it over to Fax. Uh, Fax, are you uh, staking your apes? Yeah, I'm staking ape. I've been staking ape since the jump. Um, <clears throat> there was initially like a sell-off, which I think everybody was kind of expecting because that's how it works Like with any kind of event-driven tri- event news. Like once the news happens, once the staking started, there were some people that had bought ApeCoin 
just to play that run up to the staking and then they sold off. But then since then it's been holding um, and now it's kind of coming back. And we talked about this in our, on our podcast episode five, we went into why we didn't think that it would get dumped. And ultimately it has to do with um, like at this point, ApeCoin's been around through like a substantial period of the bear market. And a lot of people have already sold. They sold it all the way down to like $3 and some change. And now with uh, what's lining up here with the roadmap, you know, there's a lot of hold pressure on it. The people who are staking it are people who are invested in the community. They've already demonstrated they can hold apes and mutants and dogs. And so it's like, you know, add some ape into what they're planning to hold. Um, but like... The, the thing that for me was one of the most bullish things was when they announced that, you know, the, the trial of Jimmy the monkey and this whole kind of, you know, next steps here, which we're in the middle of, I was worried because of what was going on with SEC and the investigation that they wouldn't even mention ape. Like they would try to distance themselves from ape. And I thought if they did that, it would be kind of bearish. Uh, but no, they, in fact, from the official board ape Twitter account, you know, stated that you'll be able to use ApeCoin to like somehow level up this upcoming mint. We don't know what that means exactly. I'm kind of thinking like maybe like I have a theory that maybe it's like like a timed mint. Like you got to go and I don't know, collect items and find these treasures they're talking about. And maybe it's on a it's on a clock. And maybe like you'll be able to use Ape to buy more time, something like that, right? Like where where you'll be able to use Ape Coin to increase your likelihood of getting, uh, I don't know, something more valuable in the mint. So if that, you know, when that gets clarified, probably there'll be like a, some more spot buying, and I would think that that would cause like a little pop. So I think from now until until the actual mint, there's a good chance that, you know, not financial advice, but there's a good chance that ape holds or goes up post post that mint though is when I would start to worry a little bit more about um, the, the sell pressure. And then at, at 90 days from the beginning of starting staking, that's when I think there's a change in the APYs, they get cut. And so right now it's kind of the sweet spot so like machi like if you load it up on ape and max staked and all this like hats off to you that was a pretty alpha move uh, but you're gonna have some tough decisions uh, we'll see you know i mean you're 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 like the market's gonna go how machi goes so you know we'll, just, we'll watch you um yeah so that's why i'm on an ape but i was gonna tell you alex like dude you don't you actually don't give financial advice on this space uh, rarely ever. Um, you did, though, on capitulation uh, about a week ago or whenever it was exactly when, when Vitalik tweeted that day, that later that night, because it, it spiked up and then it dumped again. But you were so bullish Solana. And I listened back to that space. I was like, this guy's right, man. This is oversold. <laughs> this is financial advice. Um, but that was a good call, man. It's up 20, 20 plus percent uh, since that space. Facts, don't do that. Don't do that, facts. A broken clock is right twice a day. Remember that. You know that saying. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So, I was, oh, I wait, was, wait. You guys say he's a fucking oracle. He's the number wait. one blockchain guy in the world. I was bearish as fuck on Solana. And then my favorite founder was like, hey, we're leaving Solana. Um, fucking parasite. Left Solana. 
And now I'm fucking bullish on it again. And look at the fucking and the numbers don't fucking lie. Ever since the announcement of their departure, anybody can sleep rent-free. If you're not sleeping rent-free in my head, you can sleep rent-free in our head, dude. We got big heads, plenty of space. You can live there forever, rent-free forever, man. And that's where Frank is gonna live for the rest of his fucking life in Alex's head. Like that's where he is. And um, (laughs) Alex loves it. Alex, every other word is Frank. Like. When he sees a hot dog, he doesn't call it hot dog. He calls it Frank. That's what he does, you know. Like, and like I, I hear, you know, every time he's about to say something about like ordering alcohol or something, it's like for uh, for champagne, uh, for vodka. Like I swear, he's about to say Frank every time. This guy. Oh my God! I, please, please, I, I keep reminding you, please. You know, actually, it's 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 not his fault. He's got he's got some uh, I don't know what he called that like OCD or something. Um. He, he has to repeat himself like every time. Yeah, he has. And it's called animosity, dude. He's got animosity. And I mean, look, at the end of the day, I've learned the hard way that you can't trade with your emotions out here. Right. And I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that when people say, you know, you're bearish on Frank, they might hear that you're bearish on D gods. And I doubt that's the case. Um, I mean, are you what's your take on D gods, Alex? Mm, yeah, I think I've said this one as well can you be bullish on a collection and bearish on one of the founders absolutely i think that that can exist i think i can say i'm bullish on d gods bearish af on one of the founders yeah and and like when and so i think that's important distinction but ultimately like you know the the trades need to happen without emotion uh, in order to make unbiased trades. So just for everybody on this other thing on the bonk, um, the, this is funny, man. Like I traded some, I didn't even want, I didn't want to go to bed with bonk in my wallet. Like I sold it before I went to sleep looking back at it this morning. I got takes on it. And like, one thing is I don't think it's like me, you know, it's not really mainstream yet. And so the people who are trading it are mostly, I feel like, you know, the NFT DGENs in this space that know about it. And because of that, we're educated in general enough to like understand that this is like a meme coin that's so early and it could go to zero. So in every space or any anytime anyone's talking about bonk, the first thing that they say is, well, you know, this could go to zero. This could go to zero. So like everybody's so terrified that it could go to zero that I think that's actually kind of bullish, right? It's not like a bunch of people are like, yeah, bonk to the moon and just saying like just absolute nonsense. Everyone's like, oh, this shit could go to zero any minute. And so everyone's like scared, like terrified. And that's actually bullish, I think, because like that's keeping it from making like too big of moves up and down at the same time. So I'm watching it. Nobody knows enough about it. To, like there was a guy that hopped into this space that ZK was having about, uh, he was like a, a mod on the telegram chat, the unofficial telegram chat. And I mean, he didn't really have that much useful information, just that there's different uh, players looking at ways to make a deflationary environment and burn bonk and create utility for bonk. But it all sounds pretty small time to me. It's pretty much in the hands of, of you know, the big holders, which we don't really even know who they are and this kind of thing. So super dangerous. But at the same time, like a meme coin like this on Solana, it does make some sense 
And also, like, if people were to move on to, like, you know, interacting with Solana to try to chase this and stuff, I think that's good for Solana, too. They'll under, you know, have a better understanding of how fast it is and how clean it, you know, the Phantom Wallet and different things like that work. So it's interesting to watch. I'm going to watch it, see if I can kind of flip in and out. Uh, I don't know. It's up, obviously, a lot since we started hearing about it, but dangerous territory. So I don't know. I'm trying to watch and learn. All right. Well, I think it's important to note that no one knows what the fuck this token is even for. Facts, do you have any type of utility for this token? I just hear these like ambiguous utilities that people are talking about. Like, oh, so-and-so is making this. You could use Bonk. Actually, some of it might be BS too because I saw somebody say, Oh, famous Fox, um, they're going to use, they're, they're allowing for bonk to be used in their raffles. And I had heard you talk about famous foxes before and I didn't know much about it. So I looked into it and I was like, what are these raffles? And I was like, oh, okay. They're like raffling off like a ute and like you can get it. Like there's a bunch of different NFTs that they raffle, right? So I was like, okay, like I did this last night. I was like, oh, I put two soul to be in this Ute raffle. But the thing is, is I was like trying to use Bonk and I was like, I couldn't find anywhere they said anything about Bonk. So, you know, it's like, you got to double check these things. Like are really, are people really making these utilities that they're saying, do these even matter? Will Bonk be at zero by the time any of these utilities come into play? So very ambiguous, definitely looks like a high risk for pump and dump, but just the volume and, and the volatility, it does present some opportunity for people who are willing to take some risks, you know? I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, we got A2K up here, one of the OGs of Solana. I'm sure he's going to be hella bullish on Bonk. I already know it. I right, go ahead. Sh show yes. your shit, King. So I yep. just want to clarify. I want to clarify. I just want to clarify something for facts. Uh, whenever you start a raffle or an auction or a buy now, you have to price it in a, in a currency. So, you know, if the raffle's not in bonk, you can't, you can't bid in bonk at this point in time, for an as an example on Famous Fox. But if you started in bonk, you can, you can then spend your bonk. So I just want to, I want to clarify that. And then the other thing I'd say is like, there's a lot of meme coins out there. Like you have SHIB, you have Dogecoin can't do much with those coins to be honest like there's not a ton of integrations that exist for those coins but there is a, a, a growing set of integrations that exist for bonk uh i do think that there's some really interesting like DeFi integrations that are that are that are coming up i, I you know it, it's a great way to give more exposure to different solana protocols i think that's i think that's interesting like people are learning about new Solana DeFi protocols through this. So, I mean, people can laugh about it, but I think there's a huge opportunity to gain more exposure for these protocols. There's absolutely no opportunity to gain further exposure to DeFi on Solana through a meme coin. How did you navigate that conversation? No, don't answer that. I'm going over to McBobo. Well, uh, McBobo, what's your thoughts on Bonk? <clears throat> I think this is the reason um, that we're just putting more and more and more coins to over here. So I do have a, a, a really good take on this. But just give me a second. Put that big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. 
All right. Um, I'd be curious to see the price action in comparison to the SOS token. I feel like it's probably going to fu fucking follow the exact same trajectory. Let's go over to Shilly Bitch. Shilly Bitch, what's your thoughts on Bonk? <laughs> I actually have a, a shitload of confidence in Bonk. Um, Solana have a. What the fuck is like, going a... on, dude? I mean, Can you hear me? Are we all trying to pump and dump this coin right now? Can you hear is me? Is there oh, anyone that is bearish on Bonk? <laughs> yeah, I can fucking no, hear you. You motherfucker. Solana have like a community of DGENs and DGEN stick stand by DGENs, you know? So slowly but surely, those holding Bonk is compounding because you have people aping in but aping out out of fear at the moment. But as that builds and that compounds, more and more Bonk is being held. Eventually, that will reach a state, you know, a roof of confidence where people are like, oh, it's got a decent market cap here. It's a lot safer than it was a week ago. Then people will compound more and people will ape in and it will reach a point where it's just going to uh, reach euphoria because when those people are all together DGEN, you know, you've seen Solana um, projects before, so I think this is out of any of the, the shit coins I th or the other um, blockchains, I think Solana's got a really good chance at making a beam coin uh, a beam, beam, uh, a meme coin so yeah, I'm I'm going all in, I'm, I'm going to start compounding that motherfucker, I am I'm not trading out, because I, I like I say, I think it's going to reach that roof of confidence, so I want to keep mine in there, I don't want to keep losing uh, as it goes higher and higher, and as it's proven, it just keeps going up Yep, it only goes one direction, only up. I think we've all seen how this works out. Um, we're well. Look, I'm looking at DeFi Llama. While I'm doing that, I'm gonna pass it over to Alpha Saiyan. Yeah, what made me bullish on Bonk was when I went on the website. It says your investment theory for three years is gonna be linear. So I was like, oh, holy shit! So uh, I'm going to the fucking moon. So that's all I had to say. And the, and then the partnerships that they want to say on their website, they're like, oh, possibly partner with these people like facts that uh famous fox federation uh dex labs there's a bunch of other ones that they are possibly partnering with that's what it says on their on their website and then their distribution of their coin was super interested uh interesting if you look on the website it was given out to the DAOs, some major developers some uh 101 artists uh and then some to big time traders so it like it was kind of distributed kind of equally through the solana ecosystem to actually keep growing it awesome um, I'm looking at DeFi Llama. I just sorted through APY. Bonk's actually pretty high up there. It has a total APY of 2,650% on Radium uh, when you pair up Bonk and USDC. And am I just going to lose my money on this fungible? I guess so. Yeah. Nope, it's fine. Let's Let's go... I'm not talking about Bonk. There's, everyone's fucking bullish. The, the top is in. I'm calling it now. What, what, is, what is today for you? Um, whatever today is, it is the top day. That's what is the, This is top day for Bonk. Uh, there's, if there's no one bearish, that means there's... Yeah, that, you, you're fucked. If you're still buying at these levels, you are fucked. Um, right, let's go over to Tout. You're probably buying at these levels. Fuck no, bro. This is the same song and dance with every fucking meme coin that comes out. I just looked at the max supply. It's fucking 99 trillion, bro. Like, what the fuck? Anytime you see something with absurd API, like or, uh, APR, you're, you're, 
I mean, you said it yourself. When there, whenever there's absurd uh, APR, shit eventually tanks. And the fact that everyone is so bullish, irrational exuberance, bro. This is crypto 2018-19. This is fucking uh, NFTs 2021-2022. Who the fuck knows? It could go up a little bit more, but I don't know, bro. It's just another fucking meme. It's another AMC or GameStop like of crypto. Damn. And don't DM me, bro. Should I, should I pick up a trillion? Fuck no. A trillion? Yeah. Go buy some art gobblers, Machi. Go buy some fucking art, 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 gobb- art gobblers Yo, or, or a trillion Machi. Machi. How much is a trillion bonk? Bonk or Ethereum Max, Machi? <laughs> bonk or Ethereum Max? Uh, bonk. Bonk. Bro, this shit is genius. It makes you feel good. Like, you, you put a $100 and you got, like, a fucking 100 million bonk. Like, that's just... I love the psychology bro. here. Bro. Oh, that's my God. Look at that Tout kid go. Look at Tout. All guy, I know Penny is that the founders kid. print ETH, bro. All these founders are printing ETH while their holders get fucked. What? What? Printing ETH? What? ETH printers, bro. All these fucking projects, bro. The founders print ETH and the fucking holders get screwed in the end. Oh. Dude, what? How come I don't see... Oh, there there you are, books. I'm like, where, where is he talking from? I thought I couldn't find you on co-host. Why? What? He's in, he's uh, in Taipei, bro. He's in the next I was with, Yeah, I was with Alex earlier. We uh, I'm going to get something to eat. I met some ladies you guys out there. You read that Chaji Masaji? <laughs> Turn over, handsome man. The Chaji Masaji. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Machi, I want to ask, uh, the ape staking, is there a limit to how many ape tokens will be printed out? Is there like in a year from now that will be done or just forever printing out ape tokens? No, it'll be done. It's already a limited amount. I think it's 1 billion or, or 10 billion. I, I, I would have to check. It. I think it's 1 billion ape tokens. Bitcoins. Yeah, it's 1 billion... And basically, they distributed um, like about half of it, and half of it's like locked up. Not exactly those numbers, but you know they distributed like 150 million of the ape coin to the the apes and mutants and dogs back in I guess the end of March or, or early April. Then they gave like about 14 percent of the whole supply to those launch partners, all those different companies that help kind of bring ApeCoin to market. And then, then there's, you know, the rest is now getting distributed in the next three years of staking. So it's a finite supply and it's not a big supply. It's a billion. That's why it's trading at, you know, four bucks. If it was a 99 trillion, you'd be trading like this fucking dog shit coin at point zero 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 zero. So, yeah, it's fixed. So, facts. You said the ape staking lasts for three years? Yeah, this is the long-term staking plan. But the thing is, it's like front-loaded. Like, the first 90 days has the highest APY. Then it cuts, I think, in half for the next 90 days. I'd have to pull up, like, the the chart. But it kind of tapers down um, over time. And I think the way it's designed is, like, the reason I'm I'm feeling kind of comfortable about it right now is because you know, this was designed to be launched in line with the roadmap rolling out. And now we're seeing that, right, where we know the other side is going to be, you know, a long time still. At least we think it's still going to be a long time. 
But like there's other sinks, like Machi says, right? Like other utilities. Like right now the main utility is staking, right? That's clearly an important utility. And because these rewards, man, they add up. I mean, what if Machi, all that ape you're staking? I mean, do you have an idea of like how much ape you're earning every day? I guess I don't want to go down that route and just shill it like that. But basically, these rewards are for sure adding up right now. And then, like, okay, where there's going to be some use of ape in this in this mint, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. And then, as long as they kind of have these incremental use cases while staking is going on, that's that's why it hasn't dumped, right? Like a, a lot of these other staking protocols, it's like a one way thing. Like you get the rewards, you dump them, you know, maybe you compound them, but everybody, it's like a race to the bottom. You guys were talking about that, like PVP, right? Cause it's like, it's like a game of chicken at the moment with the mint coming up and everything. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like kind of um, comfortable at the moment. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not clear on what's going to happen post this mint though. That's what I'm, I have my eyes on that. We're glad to know what you have your eyes on, Thax. Um, I'm going to go over to absolutely nobody. I just want to tell everyone, the top is in for Bonk. You heard it here first. Sell that shit. Get it off my fucking timeline. Tired of seeing some shit coin take over my timeline. The top's in. When it's on the timeline, that means the top is in. You go tell your favorite fucking traders. You know, the top's in. And that's the same with Ape Token. If I ever hear Machi say he's bullish on something, that's top signal. 